Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hello, Hey Joe listener audience. This is your host, Joe Zuccarello, and I have uh, you know, and from, we have these really special occasions when we get to have guests that are actually repeat guests and sometimes even multiple repeat guests. And that is exactly who we have today. We have somebody that's going to sound, if you've, if you've listened to the Hey Joe listener or the, the Hey Joe podcast in the past, you're going to absolutely recognize uh, the name and the voice that you're about to hear. Um, I have a question for you first, and that is, as professional pet care providers, and especially my dog groomer listener audience members out there, uh, you know, you probably do a really great job and you spend a lot of time honing your skills in making pets look good. But how well do you do making you or your business look good? Well, you know what? No worries there because I have one of my favorite return guests on the Hey Joe listener or the Hey Joe podcast today, and that is Monica with Sniff Design Studio. Monica, thank you again for joining us. You are so welcome. I'm so glad to be back. So I would say that most of the listener audience out there, the Hey Joe listeners, uh, probably have heard uh, our previous work together, but for those of us, for those of uh, uh, the listeners that are just meeting you, can you tell uh, the Hey Joe listener audience out there who Monica is, what your team at Sniff Design Studios are doing, and and uh, uh, just just a little bit more about you? Sure thing. So Sniff Design Studio is a branding and web design agency that has been catering to national and international clientele since 2003. Our love of dogs just has been so great. It was founded on that sole premise. And of course, the premise to help fellow petpreneurs uh, level up and game up their own branding and logo and creative needs for their pet business. It's an amazing industry. It's grown like crazy. It's very um, stable one too. And it's filled with people who just have an absolute love and desire to serve others with uh, with dogs. And, um, and so we're, we're a part of that. And we, you know, we really treasure each and one of our clients and look forward to continuing to do so for people and help them um, with their own business in a creative way. <laughs> well, and, and I'll tell you, Monica, you really hit on something that, that is going to, to be a, nat- a, a natural segue into the very, the, the very beginning of our time together today. And that is, you said how much the, the pet industry is growing, and, and I would say that all of my listeners out there are experiencing some pretty incredible growth in some areas of their business, while other areas of their business are really taking a beating right now because of, you know, at the time of the recording of this podcast, we're still in the throes of the COVID-19 pandemic, and, and some of our, our, our services are waking up a little slower. 
than other parts of our business, especially for a full service pet care facility. One though, that is, that is still just so strong and continuing to be so strong is the professional pet grooming space. But to your point, the pet industry continues to be strong. And I, I, I think that more important maybe now than ever, uh, it's, it's, it's important that we focus on how we represent ourselves both digitally, you know, in digital space, especially, right? So on our, on our web pages and our marketing collateral and our communications with our, uh, with our uh, pet owning clientele and why I think it's so important now, and maybe let's, let's kind of tear into that just a little bit. It's, I think it's more important now than ever before because people now are, because we were forced to rely more on technology, rely more on, I mean, we don't even have family gatherings in some cases. We're using video meetings and such that maybe we never even used one time before the pandemic. But now people are shopping and exploring brands differently than before. Would you agree? Yes, it's been a huge shift in terms of how we do business, advertise business, and relate businesses to our audience. So it's been massive. It's been, technology has really allowed for us to pivot in that sense, but also it's, it's also, I think, really forcing people to up their game and to make sure that they are presentable as possible for the audience. Well, and I think, okay, so I, I love, I, you know, I love, I love when you say things because it just sparks, a, it just creates a thought in my brain. And when you say up your game, I'd like to say that it's even more important than ever because technology has made it easier for the beginner or the novice to do just that, where maybe they had to hire somebody out before and maybe even seeking out your services. But there are even some, there are some people that are able to, to do that better than they ever had before. So you've got to up your game. You've actually got to, you've actually got to maybe even more seriously consider a service like what you provide so that they can stay, pardon the pet, pun but ahead of the pack right so so just something <laughs> yeah. like just like something like catching attention catching their attention in what is a busy digital world now and and standing out do you do you see that do you see that that's a need of of really digging in a little bit deeper than maybe what they would have before because other people can do it with very little cost or, or very little skill yeah it to advertise and to market oneself and to really stand out, you know, businesses have been clamoring for that small space for some time now. So it's more critical than ever, I think, to be at least consistent, to have an idea of what branding is and how to apply it for your business. Technology has changed so much just in the past couple of years that we have online apps that can uh, are highly intuitive and very easy to learn to take and to use to grow your brand, even to build your brand if you want, if you're somebody who loves to, a DIY person. So if you're somebody who's really good at that and a natural um, person to, you know, take that and take hold of that technology and apply it, there's definitely definite ways to do that. And we don't just do custom branding. We also have like a, a cute online store where we offer various digital assets for businesses to take and use to continue to build their brand and to really easily um, get some graphics and things like that to, to market themselves. And, you know, the better you look selling at something, the less likely you are to come across as selling something. So that's another element to think about. Oh, I think that's very true, very accurate. In fact, I think, you know, when you talk about how to look 
better. And, and, and there's this, this term that I know that you use called showcasing. And, and when we talk about especially professional pet groomers or really any pet services business, you know, don't you, I know, I know you're passionate about conveying the message that their digital or their, their, their uh, uh, marketing space should almost mirror their art or their craft, especially when it comes to, to professional dog grooming. If you pour that much attention into your craft and your art of dog grooming, you should pour that much and then some into showcasing your work outside of your business, in front of your customers, in front of customers you haven't met yet. Now you tell me that there's two main ingredients to showcasing. And the very first one, you kind of, you know, the, the listener audience out there has heard us talk, it's already come up a couple of times in, in branding. So can you just give us like the one, two, threes about what is the first element of showcasing, which is branding? Yeah, so branding basically is the visual presentation of the personality of your business. So that can be the color, uh, fonts, uh, the kind of imagery that you use, icons, patterns, and illustrations. And so some of those, um, when all packaged together and brought together and molded together as one, that's what builds your brand too. And it's a visual representation of the nature and personality of your business. The more personal your business is, the more authentic it's going to be, the more authentic will come across, and the more people are going to be drawn and attracted to you naturally. So when you really have strong branding, you got to realize that people are just going to be drawn to you, and they're going to, you know, people watch who, what, when, where, why, and where. And if you are somebody that is showcasing that and showcasing it well, because you have put the time and the energy and the effort into building your brand, and even if you're just you know, starting out, um, you know, it, it never hurts to look into that and to um, have some fun and take some time to, to do that because it really will help your business in the long term and short run of things, especially as groomers, showcasing is everything. You have an amazing gift, a fine craft, if you will. So why not show that off? Why not showcase that? Why not let the pictures and your branding speak for you? Well, what I like about what you said there was was uh, the second piece of showcasing, which is then the stylization, right? That it should be you, right? It should be an extension of of who you are. And and what I really like about that is that that from what I'm hearing from you saying is that it, that it it helps to sort of create a, a sense of trust with clients maybe you haven't met yet, but certainly reinforcing the trust of clients you have served. Yeah, it, it, it really is about personality, too, and about letting that really shine through. And, you know, if you're, if you're a rock star brand groomer and you like all things grunge and rock style, then build that brand around that. Showcase that. Um, people are going to just, they're going to love that because that's you. If you're somebody who's more demure or if you're somebody that lets more pastels and you are going to be more of a boutique style, you know, let that shine through, too, because that uniqueness that is only you cannot be done or replicated by anybody else. And it's, you know, built out in something you've invested in time and, and um, hiring or, you know, finding digital assets to help with that. It's going to just, it's going to do all the selling for you basically. And you won't have to do much. Not to say that there isn't any other uh, means to market and to sell your business, but it's, it's often the foundation of one's business. 
Well, and if it and if it truly <laughs> represents who you are, and that's why it's sort of like one of those things: don't uh, don't lie to your doctor, right? Uh, uh, don't <laughs> yeah. don't try to be somebody necessarily that you're not. In fact, emphasize who you are in those traits because that's how you want your customers. You know, you you don't want this this brand mismatch necessarily, right? When somebody comes walking in the front door and they're like, oh, "Wait a minute, I I had the the idea or the feeling that it was." because you represented your, yourself one way digitally or, or, or outside of your business and you're representing yourself differently when they're inside your business, those should be cohesive. It's sort of, <laughs> I kind of get the picture in my head, Monica. It's like one of those, you ever, you ever see a postcard of a place, you know, like I am going there. And mm-hmm. let's say you, 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 you save and you, and, 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 and you, 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 you save all your extra money and you actually do go there. And then you get there and you get what I call postcard picture remorse. You get there and you're like, Wah, wah, right? It's like, wait yeah. a minute, this isn't what was on the postcard, right? Um, so what you're saying is by by exploring the two elements of branding and then of course brand styling, you're you're encouraging people to be who they are and really bring that front and center and 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 and, and tell the customers who it is you are personality-wise. Yeah, and if it's some, you know, if, at first when you're hearing about branding, it can sound pretty complicated. You know, it, it sounds like something almost impossible to attain. But one of the things that I do for clients that come to Sniff Design is they're just in the very beginning stages, stages of looking to building their brand. I'll have them go to Pinterest. I'll have them, you know, take a look at your competitors. What are they doing? How are they doing it? How do they look doing it? What are some things to you that stand out? And, you know, take those ideas and use them to help build what you'd like to see for your own brand. Pinterest has been a phenomenal in terms of businesses uh, showcasing um, themselves. Anything and everything from photography to boards that are centered around slogans or different types of fonts or even boards that are dedicated just to colors that they like. You eventually see those being um, executed throughout the look and the style of that business. So it's actually really fun, a fun item to explore. And that's why I am a huge Pinterest advocate. Um, We're on Pinterest too. And it's there because I I love to look at other people. What are they doing? How are they doing it? What, What kind of ideas have they come up with? What styles are they going for? I'm inspired by so many different styles that other businesses have built. It's very, um, oh, it's very inspiring to look at others and to see what they're doing and how they're doing it. And really it feeds to your own creativity or any ideas that you have formulating. Well, and Monica, and, and this is no slight to our industry necessarily, or, 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 or you know, uh, 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 insult necessarily to our industry, but traditionally our industry, even today. So any of you out there that are listening, you know, any of you, Hey Joe listener, audience members out there listening, it's not too late. Right. In fact, I would still say at this moment in time, you would still, if you start focusing on these things, I would bet that you're still well ahead of most people in our industry. I don't think most people in our industry have even embraced this as well as what I promote, as what as much as Monica's promoting. So when you do look at maybe some examples for uh, for inspiration out there, also look outside of our industry, look at the hospitality mm-hmm. industry, look at the, yes. any other service provider, look at, uh, uh, pick your favorite places that maybe you go to or that, 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 that 
earn your uh, uh, your spending, earn your money at their business and see how they're doing those things and maybe gain inspiration from there as well. Right, Monica? Excellent. Yes, that is excellent advice. I'll tell you a little secret. When I was uh, first forming Smith Design Studio, one of my biggest sources of creative inspiration was Hotel Monaco. It, it is gorgeous French uh, Parisian theme with a bit of a bit, uh, a bit of vintage. And it, it's so colorful and so playful, but yet elegant. It is so I, I, I took the brochure because I got to stay there several years ago back in San Francisco because they have one there. I took one of the brochures and that's what I used and held on to to serve as inspiration. So it, you know, any industry that you'd like, any, anything that they're doing that you admire, you know, take that, look at that, uh, review that, study that, and let that help influence and inspire you in whatever you endeavor to do for your branding. And you know what, you don't have to start doing everything right away. You can do little things. Just for example, start with researching. Start with creating a Pinterest board and, and add to that. And, um, and then when you're ready, you know, there's plenty of people out there that are um, willing to help you and, and looking forward to helping you level up in that sense, yeah. <laughs> so I would bet that there is a difference in results, right, that happen between those that do these things that showcase that, that, that begin at some point, even if it's just baby steps into branding or brand styling, I would bet that there's got to be a difference in results of client uh, reward, such as just maybe you're growing your client base, your client share, maybe your pricing, maybe, I think even part of it is, I think it, Monica, does it also create sort of an accountability to ourselves? to maintain our brand integrity. I'm a big fan of the word integrity. Mm -hmm. So, so once we create and, and we represent ourselves a certain way, it's, mm -hmm. it's sort of like when you first open up your own business yep. and, and your business now has a name. You remember out there and AV entrepreneurs that are out there, remember when you first had your business name, how weird it felt calling <laughs> yourself that business name instead of, you know, Jane Smith or Jane Smith's Grimm. Maybe that is your business name, but maybe it's, you know, uh, you know, Fuzzy Critters LLC. But the first time you started referring to yourself as Fuzzy Critters LLC, it was felt kind of weird. So expect that it might feel a little bit weird when you first establish a brand, but you quickly kind of settle in. And I bet that there's a, a, a difference in results that way versus maybe, uh, uh, and, and my groomer friends out there is going, you guys are going to appreciate this term, but there are some people that do things sloppy. And I know that those of you out there that are focusing on enhancing your skills and growing your skills and fine tuning mm -hmm. this art of especially pet grooming have less and less tolerance for sloppy. And I would say that your clients do as well. Do you see the same thing happening, Monica, in, 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 in branding? I do. It's huge. Um, listen, branding, it just really solidifies and affirms your professionalism. Most groomers have, you know, they take courses, they take classes, they uh, take trainings of behavioral, they're learning new skill sets all the time. It's an industry that um, often you have to find that your skills need to be refined over and over again. It's never ending and it's always in the process of learning. It's a learned skill and the better you become at it, the more skills that you become at it, I think it's so important that 
your branding is a reflection of that. It helps with uh, also for billing, to be quite honest. You know, if you're going to be um, somebody that's highly skilled and, and um, you know, fine, fine craftsmanship that you're going to be applying for your business and in all gamuts and not just the grooming, you know, your branding, if it looks the same, people are going to believe that. And you will find that you're going to have a much higher end clientele. You're going to be able to bill what you know that you're worth. And that's the ultimate thing too. You are worth that branding. You are worth that effort. All the time, energy, and training and effort that you have put into the business is worth a lot. And one of the biggest uh, proponents is, that's going to speak values for you is going to be the branding and what you've built for that too. And without it, it's very hard to convince people. It really is. A lot of people, if they are coming to your site, for example, and it's like, say, uh, really old or, you know, you're still a Netscape or what have you. It's just so <laughs> I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that term for a long time. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you're still a Netscape or you're still using AOL, you know, those preemie builders. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you right now, people that come to your site, they're going to be like, oh, maybe. But then if they're going to go to your competitor site and if they're what, slight, somewhat slightly better, know this. They will go to them, even if they're not as skilled, even they're not, even though they don't have as much experience as you, they're still going to choose that person over you because of how they were able to present themselves to their audience. So again, it's just, it's imperative to one's business. It affirms one's business and helps to level up one's business. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, it makes total sense. In fact, it just, again, it just reinforces what we said at the very beginning of this podcast episode. Oh, and to everybody out there in the Hey Joe listener audience land, we're talking with Monica from uh, Sniff Design Studio, just one of the craftiest, keen people that I know and, and, and making other people look good, uh, you know, and about branding and brand styling and, and helping you put your best foot forward. And again, it reaffirms what you just said there, there Monica, reaffirms what we started at the, the top of the podcast with, which was our customers, consumers in general, no matter what the industry, we are doing more from our computers now more than ever from our phones, mobile devices, tablets, all of that stuff. And as we explore the the solutions or products that we plan on spending our money on and that is in the services business and the products business and it if there was ever an important time to bring your digital presence your 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 website presence and and everything associated with that up to more of a relevant and current standing it is i think in my career I don't think there's been a more important time, a more critical time uh, uh, to do that. In fact, you know, we encourage a lot of our clients uh, to give us feedback, to uh, uh, share or, or like our, 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 our digital footprint out there, whether it's posts or pictures or, or follow us or, you know, all of these things, whether it's Instagram or if, 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 if your platform of choice is Facebook or whatever it is out there, those things, Monica, our brand has to be present in every single platform equally, right? Exactly. Yeah, it needs to be consistent. And, and uh, in that way, you know, what happens too in time is, is people will begin to recognize you by maybe just your color or maybe the custom icons that you have or maybe some, you're somebody who has patterns that you like to use over and over again. Your audience in time 
and becoming more and more familiar with you is gonna know automatically who uh, they're looking at. And without a logo or an utterance of a single word, they're gonna know who. And I believe they're gonna be drawn to you all the more because of that, because it's fun. It's fun to watch groomers. Um, you guys are amazing at what you do. My own groomer, I don't know how she's able to cut my little dachshund into such a perfect little fur ball that she does every time. And when you're somebody that takes, you know, your craft and shows it online, people love it. People love dogs. They love pets. They love to see the workmanship of that pet related business. So it's a, it's very important. Yeah. Well, and two, you know, Monica, when you talked about, you know, being known for a color or a symbol or something of that sort, you know, when you look at, uh, uh, you know, some scripty white letters and a swoosh and on a, on a bright red background, you think of, you know, a, 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 a very specific uh, 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 cola company, right? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. when, you, look, when yeah. you think of a swoosh <laughs> on an orange background, you know exactly what athletic company. But Monica, you don't have to be that big of a company to get big impact from branding in your environment, in your local area, in your circle of clients, right? No, you don't. As long as you are consistent, again, I know it sounds kind of crazy to hear that over and over again, but it's- it's. <laughs> You're consistently it's, consistent. <laughs> I'm consistently consistent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> consistently consistent. So uh, yeah, it's, it's it's going to make a difference. And again, it's something that, you know, whoever you decide when you're ready to pull the trigger and you're ready to uh, do full-fledged branding and you're ready to hire uh, a creative agency or a person to come in and help you, they're gonna also walk you through this too. Um, there's a lot of talented people out there that are gonna be able to walk you through all the facets of building your brand and work with you to develop those different items so that you have one cohesive look. And so again, you know, Part of the fun would be, you know, research. What are what are other brands out there doing? What kind of colors are they using? Do you notice a maybe a style that's trending right now, or there's a certain look right now that a lot of companies are going for? Little things like that can really help you to feel. Well, they can help to feel one's imagination and inclination to start the process of building their brand, or in some cases, rebranding their business too. And you know what's what's interesting is I, I talk a lot about creating a culture that employees don't want to leave and creating a culture that customers want to be part of, that customers want to come to, right? And mm -hmm. I think so much of branding helps reinforce that culture and such. And, and you know, when I ask people, and I do a lot of webinars and seminars, and one of mine is about that, just creating culture. And I say, define for me the word culture. And when I did that in a seminar not too long ago, uh, a young lady in the front, she raises her hand and she gave me the best answer I think I've ever gotten. And she said, it's the vibe of my place. And I thought, I like that. I like, and I, I, I want to see her place because just the word that she selected, it's the vibe that you feel when you come into my place. I thought that was a really cool thing. And that's, and that's really what culture and branding, hitting somebody in more in the emotional uh, part of their, of their being to, to create a, a, a triggered or emotional uh, and physical response. So when you talk about, let's, okay, so hopefully we've got all of the Hey Joe listener audience out there all tweaked up. They're all, they're all excited. And, and, but now what? 
<laughs> now what do they do? So tell us about <laughs> some of the really cool, tell us about some of the really cool things that you are doing at Sniff Design Studio. In fact, start off with, you know, these, these uh, uh, pre-made branding kits that you mentioned to me in our show prep. Yeah, so right now we are moving into building pre-made branding kits. So it's basically a done-for-you brand. Um, and that was created because there's a lot of businesses that are starting up, not a lot of businesses that have a big budget, but really want to stand out, really want to look good. And it will help solidify, I think, their startups all the more too. And they're going to actually probably have to work a lot less at it because they're going to be – um, looking good doing it. They're going to be consistent. So that is under our sister company, SniffDesignBasics.com. So if you want to take a look and visit SniffDesignBasics.com, you can see our current branding kits available. And we're going to be adding more and more with time. And it's going to be all sorts of styles, uh, punk rock, modern, uh, demure, or maybe a uh, boutique spa style, really fun. <laughs> so <laughs> those are, um, I can't say lower end because they're not, they're not less in terms of design and its intent for this, but they are done for you. So what you see is what you get. And if you're somebody that, you know, really is ready to at least start off with something like that, I can tell you right now, you won't regret it. It's really going to help. And you know what? With branding, it's something that you will build upon too. And in, uh, let's say, five, six years, maybe rebrand because businesses change. You change. Your craft changes. The industry changes. And one of the best things about branding and building on that is that it can change and shift as well. Very malleable. Well, and the best part is too, you know, don't worry, even though they're already made for you, it's not like going down to a, a big box clothing store that you and everybody else in the neighborhood shops at. So when you're at the grocery store, you might run into somebody else that's wearing the same shirt, right? It's <laughs> don't have that fear about made for you design work. Is, would that be a fair, uh, a fair statement, Monica? Yes, especially ours, because ours are near custom. So they are licensed out to only one person at a time. So if you get a pre-made branding kit from us, it's going to be for you and for you only. And that's a, that's a difference. There's a lot of businesses out there that do done for you graphics, and many of them are really nice. They're really good. But ours are more exclusive. And again, you know, a Bragasaurus moment, this is the same award-winning graphic design studio that's created these premium branding kits, um, you know, AKA Sniff Design Studio. So. <laughs> nice, <laughs> we'll nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody that knows me knows that I'm sort of a social media moron. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I, I'm just, I, you know, I think I'm caught between two generations, right? It's like, I don't understand why anybody would ever share that much information as often as they do. And then I appreciate that people do that, but I'm sort of kind of caught in between not knowing necessarily how to do that. But you said something to me the other day and I, everybody else out there knows exactly what you're talking about probably, but you have these stickers. What are, what are stickers? And, and, and <laughs> what role do you play with stickers? I mean, I remember, okay, dating myself, right? I remember yeah. there was a day <laughs> stickers were scratch and sniff. I don't think that's mm -hmm. the same. No, it's not that, you know what, I'm dating myself too, because I remember those well. And that actually is what fueled my idea to create stickers um, for our audience. Now, the difference 
between our stickers and the old stickers, quote unquote, is our stickers are all digital. So basically these are a little digital graphic files that you get as a kit and you can take and you can place over, AKA an overlay, you can place over an image or a quote or a graphic on your own and really dress it up and have a lot of fun. And so these are very much stickers, but they are not paper stickers to place over an item. These are digital st stickers that you can instead place over your images. So for example, let's say you just finished um, grooming a cute little terrier and you have a sticker pack um, from our summertime fun collection and you can take like a pair of little bones or a slice of pizza and you know put that over the image and then maybe talk about how uh, sometimes you will slip um, some puppy styled uh, pepperoni treats to your clientele to get them to behave and to be calmed and you know, you're just really showcasing your personality. You're really showing your work. You're showing that you care. And it's just a few extra steps to really show your professionalism and to really showcase your business. And people eat that up. They love it. Oh my gosh. If you can showcase your work and have fun doing it, why not? So um, that's that was the idea behind my uh, that I came up with in creating these sticker packs. So they're not paper stickers yet, although we're looking into creating them to be sellable and you can slap that on your computer or on the forehead of a client or something like that or on the tush of your little dog <laughs> that you just groomed. Um, but for now they are, they're, they're graphics with no backgrounds. And so you can take those and just overlay them in images. And so you can use that in Canva, you can use that for Facebook or for Instagram, Instagram's big, um, or for just about anything else. Um, they're, they're really versatile and I think they're really fun to use. So, and Monica, when you talk about personalizing uh, messaging for pet parents and, and, and their pets and such, uh, you know, one thing that's been around for a long time, but I, I think you've taken it to the next level are report cards. Yeah. Tell us more about your approach to the report card. Cause I'll tell you, there is nothing more frustrating. And yes, I have become that client, right? So I'm not a big fan <laughs> yeah. of getting a report card. He mm -hmm. was such a good boy. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, uh, he did really well today or thank mm -hmm. you for coming in. What have you done to kind of really ratchet up report cards? Well, we've taken that and made it so it's not generic. You know, we've taken them and created them not only to be something that's more personable, that um, many of them, you can also add your own uh, contact info in that you can dress up. And also just the content within each pet report card um, is really it's been changed so it's just much more personable and much more relatable to your clients. So we have pet report cards that you can mark, you know, the condition of the dog's coat, the ears, um, you know, their eyes, room to leave some fun notes or informative notes. Also a section on our report cards, we, we always have our, um, an area for people to grade <laughs> the person's or the client's pets, which is really fun. So, you know, and it's an A through F rating, but even if the dog got an F, it still says, forget about it. My groomer still loves me because that's true. Because <laughs> sometimes dogs like us, they have bad days or, you know, they decide to be snippy and, but those I have are F, I have F days. Yeah. 
I do. Yeah. I have F days. Uh-huh. I won't tell oh, you yeah. what I <laughs> Okay, I have F days too. So I think everybody has one. So, hey, you know, it's something that's really cool that, uh, that you guys are doing. And I'm saving it for last because it is something that you are making available to the Hey Joe listener audience out there. And that is some Canva templates, uh, especially what you're calling the mini mood board. Okay. Yeah. Tell everybody what that is because it is a really cool thing that you're doing for our listeners so this is a super cool super fun and easy creative tool to take and use and it's for um, somebody that's looking into wanting to build their brand or to rebrand so basically it's a it's a digital mood board built there in canva where you can drag and drop um, images that you like or fonts or colors and build out a an initial style or look that you're going for. And what that will do is it will get you to really critically and creatively think about the direction that you want your branding to go in. And it's, it's very fun, it's very easy to use and very playful, but it, it's something that I, um, sometimes we will work with clients to build out to if they have no idea. And it's phenomenal because once done, whoever you decide to hire to help when you are ready to build your brand, you will give them that and your designer is going to love you because so many questions about the style, the look, the feel, what kind of fonts, what kind of imagery, what are you going for has already been answered. So it's a very, very powerful tool for you. It's um, fun and it's super easy and very laid back. And so you can go in and, um, so there's one right now that's a done for you one where I've started and built a little example brand. And of course you can change and edit that up if you want. And then the second template is a blank one that you can drag and drop and build out on your own and just have fun with it. You know, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about how it looks or what other people are going to think. Just take it and have fun. Find any and all images that you just love, that you admire and just throw that in there and um, enjoy it. Well, and what I like about that too is sometimes, you know, especially, you know, these folks are busy. All, you know, all of you out there, service providers, you're busy. Uh, and, and sometimes just sitting down and trying to force this to happen is not necessarily the best thing to do. What I like about what you're offering to them is it's sort of like a bucket, right? So once you have some mm-hmm. piece of inspiration, now you have this repository where you can go and just drop it in there and come back and visit it later, right? Oh, I like that. <laughs> a brand bucket. It's a brand bucket. All right. I'm owning that one, Monica. Don't take that. That's okay. mine. Oh, no. Hashtag now mine. So, no, that's what I really like about it. So thank you so much for making that available for the Hey Joe listener audience. So that, again, that's a freebie offered to you by Monica at Snap Design Studio. Monica, I think people are, pretty gonna, are gonna be pretty excited after listening to this podcast. How do they find you? How do they reach out to you and say, Monica, I'm ready. Let's, let's talk. So we are uh, online at www.smithdesign.com and that Smith is in Docky Smith. And we are uh, available online. Uh, you can fill out a form there or you can call in or you can email at info at smithdesign.com. We're also on Pinterest, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. So if you wanna reach out that way, go for it. In other words, we're just, we're anywhere um, online that you can find. <laughs> we're going to be there. So um, we're ready and available and here to get to work for you whenever you're good and ready. Well, and I will tell you that Monica does not shy away from a challenge. So no matter what 
shape you think your brand is or is not in. If you think it's a, a disaster or if you think it's the best thing since sliced bread, Monica is there for you. It doesn't matter where you're at. In fact, she always encourages, uh, uh, she always welcomes uh, a, a, a great challenge. So whether you have nothing, something, or a lot of something you'd like to change over again, whatever position you're at, Monica's ready for you. Monica, thank you so much for being another, being a guest again on the Hey Joe podcast. And uh, I'm sure as you create some more cool stuff, we'll be bringing that to the listener audience again very, very soon. Yeah. And one last time I forgot to mention, you know, we do have an online store where people can come and buy creative digital assets that they can take. So if you're somebody that, you know, already has that in place and you're just looking for extra creative items to take and use to really and simply market yourself, you know, think about smithdesign.com forward slash store because we've got a growing collection of stickers of pet grooming report cards. These are just for pet grooming peeps because they're super awesome and other related items too that I think you're going to be able to, to dig. <laughs> well, and you know what, and that, and that is a very important, that's a very, very important point to make is that this is already all narrowed down for grooming. You don't have to go out and search thousands and thousands and thousands of assets out there to try and find something that maybe somebody understood well enough to put out there for grooming. I mean, look at some of the exactly. photos. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're horrendous. Oh, uh, no. We would never use those. So you've already went through all of that and made this available. So what a fast track to doing it. So thank you for adding that. Monica, thank you very much. And I look forward to having you on the Hey Joe podcast again very soon. Thank you so much. That was so fun. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>